God's word tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. So why then do we yawn and cross our arms during the worship service? Is this really acceptable? Pastor Nicole shares this word to us, and this is the Dirt Pastor Podcast. If there is any excellence 
become learned and received and heard and seen in me. And the Lord of peace will be with you. So as we dig in to the scriptures, we're going to be asking the question. If we are called to rejoice in the Lord of this, why? You see, Philippians 4 4 calls every believer to rejoice in the Lord. But not just occasionally, always. But instead of rejoicing, we find every excuse in the book to not rejoice. We blame the worship music. How many of us have blamed the worship music? We blame the pastor's preaching style. <laughs> too long, it's too short, it's expositional, it's too topical. He's preaching at me. We blame the noisy kids sitting in the busy room. We even blame the color of the carpet. I've heard that excuse. I can't rejoice because the carpet is just the wrong color for the we cannot worship in these conditions. I can't worship properly. I cannot rejoice properly. But these are Well, folks, I have news for you. The call is not to rejoice when things are comfortable, when the environment suits us. The call is to rejoice. In the Lord, always. And yet we are rejoicing. We sit like bumps on a log. As we listen to Pastor Jason, or not me, about the passage of Scripture, we honestly could care less about. In the 15 minutes after the service is ended, we forgot what Scripture was talking about anyways. We even use our lives as an excuse for why we don't rejoice. I'm too busy. I'm just, I'm too stressed out. It's my life. I'm taking two classes right now. My professor's a jerk. I'm just not in the mood to rejoice. Life is just too difficult.
to love and trust above all else. Well, let's examine this for a minute. What is it about the things that we rejoice in that make us rejoice in them? Why do we cheer? Why do we rejoice when our team scores a touchdown? Because we think, we believe, we believe in our team for that moment. That they just might win this game. Why do we rejoice when a new episode of our favorite TV show is coming on? Because we believe that we will be entertained for the next 30 minutes. Think about the kids in the back there. Why do they rejoice when a holiday comes up? Halloween's coming up. Why are they rejoicing because Halloween comes, is coming up? Because they believe that they're going to have a blast and they're going to go get candy. When we believe in something, with all we are, we get excited to the point that it's infectious. You go out on Halloween night with those kids outside having a blast and, and excited, and it's infectious. I'm sorry, but you know, it kind of got to be a total jerk to walk around and see a bunch of kids laughing and, and think that that's a bad thing, you know? But why aren't we rejoicing? Do you really want to know? You want to know why we're not re rejoicing? It's going to hurt. I'm afraid it's because we lack a sincere belief in God that we are preaching. Verse 5 says, Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do we really believe that? Do we really believe that the Lord is near? A lot of times our actions don't say that. You know, we come to church and, and you know, we have this, you know, the sanctuary is a holy place. This is where Jesus is. But even in the sanctuary, we're not excited. I'm sorry, but if a movie star walks in, then we get pretty excited, right? We, we get excited if Mel Gibson walked in. I don't care what you think of him as an actor. You'd be excited. It's a celebrity. We have the king of kings in our presence, and we're not excited. Do we really believe he is here?
by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Be worried. Don't we? We say we believe that the Lord is near. But we want to worry about this thing over here. I want to worry about, you know, if, if my car is going to, you know, last, you know. Yes, I'm worried. Are we gonna Are we gonna be able to fill up the tank this week? Because gas is expensive, and uh, I'm worried. We're worried because we want to make sure that our kids are getting the, the proper education, um, and, and we're worried because the school system isn't teaching what we want them to teach. So we're worried. Are our kids gonna grow up to love Jesus? That's not the school's job. Jesus, that's your job. But we shouldn't be worried. Do not worry about anything. But it's everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, because we already know God can do it, right? Let your request be made known to God. But do we know that God can do it? Do we believe that God can heal our brokenness. Do we believe that God can handle whatever it is that we are struggling with? Do we believe it? Because we're supposed to rejoice in the Lord, but if that's that's holding us back. We're not fulfilling our, our call. We're not fulfilling our duty to rejoice in the Lord always. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Isn't that our, our draw, our desire? But do we believe that God can provide it? Because we're looking at every other thing in the book. We look for peace from our political leaders. <laughs> Are we? Are we just sitting here like bumps on the log? 
Gaga und die Klasse. Are you willing to put your absolute trust and the God that you profess to trust absolutely? No, that hymn, I'd rather have Jesus than anything. Oh, we'll sing it. But would we really rather have Jesus than anything? No, we'd rather rejoice in our financial financial situations. We'd rather rejoice in our relationships. We'd rather rejoice because our political leader won the election or, or we'd rather complain because they didn't. And you know 
healthy. I'm speaking to me. It doesn't matter if the songs are 200 years old. We can still rejoice in them and we can still experience the movement of the Holy Spirit. And if the song's too repetitive, guess what? The Holy Spirit can still move there too. Thank you. 
You and I allowing our preferences to take priority in our lives. Those are our hearts and our ears to what the Holy Spirit has to say. The Lord is already here. The Lord is already moving. I can feel him moving. He's here. It's not because of the music, it's not because of me, because guess what? If I can speak through the mouth of a donkey, pretty sure you can speak through the music. We're not filled with spirit food. It's time to check ourselves.
Time for this week's 30-second takeaway. So many times we think worshiping God is something that you do with a physical action, or it's a certain song you sing, or certain rituals that we perform. And that's not to say those things aren't important, but worshiping God is not so much about external things as it is about internal things. It's about what your heart and mind is focused on. What about you when you worship God? Where is your heart and mind focused? listening to this episode of the Dirt Pass Sermon Podcast. It was recorded live at the Greensburg Church of the Nazarene, located at 31 Bluebird Lane in Greensburg, Kentucky. Our theme song is called The Dirt Path, performed by Jeremy Edwards. If you would like to share a word of testimony with us or what God's been doing in your life, you can reach us at P.O. Box 215, Greensburg, Kentucky, zip code 42743. Or you can also find us at www.gbirdnaz.com on the Greensburg Church and Nazarene Facebook page or the Dirt Path Facebook page.